be blessed by the divine dear friends thank you for joining this evening sahasrara duriya meditation on the 8th of january 2020 today we will spend a few minutes thinking about the different types of meditation that are possible and comparisons of each one of them the purpose of meditation is concentration withdrawal realizing that we are an atma or a soul or soul consciousness through which we can lead to or go towards sublimation and perfection so let's understand all the four stages withdrawal is the starting stage of meditation withdrawal is possible through simple techniques such as vipassana mindfulness etc or or even through a simple process as pranayama and mantra japa what it does is it allows the mind to withdraw itself away from the bodily sensations of pressure taste smell light and sound and this is the starting of the meditation withdrawal not engaging our mind with our sensory organs is the earliest and the easiest form of meditation even a child can practice this but this is not the purest form of meditation and this is also considered meditation but this is not dhyana this is pratyagara withdrawal the second stage is concentration dharana dharana is possible by three techniques pranayama mantra and imagery worship such as idol worship or imaginary object you take such as the sun moon flower etc and focus your mind over that imaginary or that imagery object this is not dhyana this is once again is a simpler form of meditation one can say called dharana concentration but this is a second stage of meditation but the best stage of meditation the finest stage that you can reach is dhyana where you focus your mind on your own life force kundalini shakti therefore we must figure out how to focus our mind on the kundalini shakti how do we do that we need a systematic psychic practice pranayama kriya techniques such as certain action techniques and mudra techniques physical yoga techniques or mantra techniques or yantra techniques such as idol worship could also awaken the kundalini but there are two problems one is it could take 30 40 50 60 years for you to awaken the kundalini the second problem is that once it is awakened most people don't have a clue as to what to do with it how to manage the surge of energy in that kundalini process so therefore that could lead to various side effects and complications people could even go mad even death has been reported in such stages so therefore it is important that we awaken the kundalini in a safe and simple manner how do we do that that is where our guru yogira shri vedatri maharishi has come up with this touch technique the divine sky yoga master magnetizes one's own hands with the power of one's own meditative strength or meditation and touch the muladhara chakra of the aspirant and awaken the kundalini shakti that's all 
Usually, most of the aspirants within a few minutes will feel the life force pulsating at the Agna Chakra. For some people, it could take a few attempts. One or two people rarely we have met where they are not able to feel the life force because of certain physical or mental or psychological conditions such as insomnia or some drug addiction or some other addictive behavior in the mind could lead to the person not feeling the life force at all. But such is a rare circumstance that I may have met only about two or three such people in the last about uh, 35 years since I have been meditating this Kundalini meditation after getting initiated by our Guru, Yogira Shri Vedatri Maharishi. In 1984, August, I got initiated into Agna meditation. In 1987, I became a master Ever since I have been trying to do my service to humanity by helping raise the awakened the Kundalini for many aspirants. So I would have met about three or four people, two or three people, I don't remember how many, but very, very few people who could never feel their life force because they were suffering from some psychological, physiological conditions. But most others could feel the life force anywhere from the attempt one within the first few minutes to about a few days maximum. So it's a very beautiful, gentle, feeble pulsation that you start focusing on. That is that the Agna Chakra is the only place where you can start to feel the life force pulsating. It is pulsating at Muladhara, it is pulsating throughout the body at all times. But you have to raise it to start feeling this life force. Then only you will start to recognize the mind has to go down to the alpha level of frequency and still remain awake. Usually when we go to bed in the night during the non-REM sleep in the first 45 minutes, one, one and a half hours time, our brain indeed goes to the alpha level of frequency and then in the first stage of REM sleep, the rapid eye movement sleep, the brain is actually at the alpha level but you are asleep. So the brain is used to going to sleep when you are at the alpha level. But in our Kundalini meditation, when the Kundalini is awakened to Agna Chakra, your brain will function at the alpha level of frequency but not go to sleep. Therefore, that meditation is helpful in remaining calm and peaceful and take us away from the emotional state of the mind. Man is equal to God's super consciousness, super intelligence plus emotions. If you get rid of emotions, you will become one with that almighty force. That process begins with the gateway of divinity Sahasrara meditation, which is what we did today. We meditate at our own crown chakra, helping us to remain stable at the alpha level and further from there we go to Duryatita level to the almighty consciousness state. In between we pass through the universal energy state, which helps us to go to the theta level of frequency and the delta level of frequency between 0.5 and 3 cycles. When we reach the delta level of frequency between 0.5 and 3 cycles, we merge with that almighty force. We begin to recognize that we are equal to the almighty force. Samadhi. Samadhi. This is the fourth stage of meditation. Therefore, my friend, the purpose of dhyana meditation is perfection. Perfection is possible through sublimations of emotions. Emotions are triggered by ego, illusions and sin imprints. We must have a systematic psychic practice to get rid of all of these three. 
that is possible through meditation and introspection introspection helps us to superimpose our karmic imprints with positive happy peaceful non-hurting imprints meditation helps us to neutralize the karmic imprints such that no further imprints can be accumulated in our genetic center and therefore no further contamination will take place in the genetic center together meditation and introspection will lead us towards virtuous way of living non hurting way of living and in that process expiation takes place where we only do good to those even when we hurt others we attempt to do good and seek their forgiveness for us we go and give apologies to them we seek their blessings when they forgive us from the bottom of their heart our sin imprints go away expiation neutralization and superimposition through introspection or the three methods to get rid of sin imprints where there are no sin imprints you become one with that almighty force that is the ultimate meditation stage i wish you all the best to reach that samadhi state it is indeed possible within your lifetime to reach that samadhi state and become one with that almighty force be blessed by the divine for how I'm done.